0: When I talk about the minimum viable valuable, and verifiable practice, what we're talking about is really trying to make sure that we are thinking about everything in advance so that we are putting it together, a budget, which we'll get to next week. When we get our money, we're actually able to be like, oh, yes, this will help with this. This will help with that. And we're correct and able to move forward with with few hiccups. There's never no hiccups. There's always hiccups but with much less. (laughs) So along those lines, let's talk about those three parts. First and foremost, a minimum viable practice, a minimum valuable, a minimum verifiable practice. You need to be clear on the leanest version of what it looks like in the first 12 months. And what I mean by that is how can you package and say to yourself, okay, this is the offering and this is what it would need, this is what we can provide to this partner organization for their clientele. The viable is really about what does it take to actually make the model of care go. Welcome to Funding Your Healthcare Vision, the podcast that helps Black and brown women in healthcare fund and grow justice-driven health practices that don't just serve, but transform communities. I'm your host, Dr. Omolara Thomas Wimadimo, community health equity advocate, physician, and co founder of Strong Children Wellness, an award winning multi practice network that partners with organizations to deliver integrated care to under resourced communities. After securing over $700,000 in less than two years for our company, I founded Melanin and Medicine a consulting company to help more black and brown women to fund and grow their own for-profit and non-profit healthcare practices and create health justice. We know that black and brown women have been at the forefront of every revolution and healthcare is no different. So we wanna make sure that you are funded to build the healthcare that our communities deserve, spaces where we all can be free, fearless and fierce. Welcome to the Sisterhood. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Funding Your Healthcare Vision podcast. It's me. I'm here, just ready to continue another, I think, really exciting episode for you. Today, we're going to be talking about the part three, right? Part three of our plan on how we position our practices and our nonprofits, our health practices and nonprofits for six-figure grants and contracts. What are the ways that we have to shift or think about our practices differently in order to do that? And so today I'm going to talk about part three. We talked about mission. We talked about the model of care. And today we're going to be talking about your MVP. Some of you may have heard the term MVP. I should probably note that it's not just MVP. It's the MVVVP. Don't worry, it'll all make sense. At the end of this episode, you will be clear. But the MVP, what we're focusing on there is your minimum, not just valuable, minimum valuable, viable, and verifiable practice. So whether you are a for-profit practice or a nonprofit that is delivering health services, you need to have that structure clear and it needs to be valuable, viable, and verifiable. And we will go into what that means with examples. So don't worry. As usual, make sure you have your pen. I know some of you are like, oh, my, well, I'm in the shower. I'm driving home a lot. That's fine. Don't worry. Do not, do not take notes. Just listen and then come back <laughs> and you can take notes later. But I want to make sure that you had this really important step three in positioning your practice and making sure that it actually can garner grants and contracts. Before we get to that, y'all know I'm always doing something, whether it be shouting out people, speaking at events. One of the things that I wanted to do this month, and this is March, March is really special to me because it's both of my parents' birthday month. That's always nice to like give thanks to the people who basically made sure you're on the earth. Aside from the personal, you know, sentiments that I have about March, March is also Women's History Month. Okay, and you all know that this podcast is sponsored by Melanin and Medicine, which is our funding healthcare consulting firm, and we support coaching and consulting to women of color primarily who are growing their practices, growing their nonprofits, and really are using our tools to help them make sure that they're getting the funding to help them scale and and ensure that they're. Programs are at the highest quality ever, as well as ensuring that they're getting revenue, increasing their reach and their impacts. Because of our focus on those amazing women who we get to serve every day, we wanted to do something. I'm actually holding an application-only workshop. It's called the Funding Your Healthcare Vision Workshop, live workshop, at the end of this month, okay? to help women of color founders who need support. And if you're listening to this, that's probably you. <laughs> You've decided to spend any of your time listening to this podcast, especially the last few episodes. That's you, okay? Don't, don't you know, just making sure you're clear of who you are. <laughs> but helping women of color founders who need support getting consistent six-figure grants and contracts for their health equity-focused nonprofits or practices We are really excited about this because, I'm going to be honest, those who know me well know I don't do live a lot. (laughs) I am a huge introvert. That's why talking to myself on this microphone is very easy for me. I'm a huge introvert. And usually I save my energy for my melanin and medicine clients and securing funding for our multi-site health practice. Strong Children Wellness. And if you follow me on Instagram, take a look at the stories because we had a, a, a nice win and I wanted to share with you some of how we got that win. And it, yes, it was a, a financial grant win. <laughs> so make sure you check out the live on our feed. Outside of that, because I'm an introvert, I don't do this often. I don't know if this is going to happen again for a while, y'all, because the spirit moved me and said, Oh, you are you going to do a live workshop this month? And I was like, Really? Yes, you're going to do a workshop this month. So I want you to make sure that you tag a woman founder on your social media. You share this episode. You let them know, hey, if you've been trying to get funding, if you are struggling or just scraping by and break even, you look PNLs and you're looking at the P&Ls and you are like, the math is not mathing. then you probably need to be here. And how you can get here is you have to apply. And the reason we do this is not to make it difficult, but really to make sure that the right people are in this room and we don't waste anyone's time. And also, because we think of these live workshops as networking spaces as well, being in the room is going to be really helpful for you in terms of just finding other people who are doing the same thing. And community really does help you move forward a lot faster. And so... You need to go pause the episode right after I say this and go there. And once again, the drivers and the showers, you can continue and come back. <laughs> you need to go to bit.ly forward slash mm workshop application underscore March 23. And that stands for 2023. So that is bit.ly, forward slash mm workshop application underscore March 23. And, you know, don't worry, this will all be in the show notes. It will be in our quick link so you can apply. And I'm really excited to get you guys out of the listener group and into a live place where I can see your faces and really help support and personalize. One of the greatest things that's going to happen during this workshop is that we're going to have Q&A. So we get to bring those questions. That's why this is really, I would say, very special. It's our first one of the year. And we've done a lot of changes. And so I want to make sure that I can share a lot of the wins and how to do these things and how to really make sure that your practice is in the right place. And those of you who have been seeking grant funding and contracts, trying to tease out why it's not working, what's going on, (laughs) so we can get that going too. All right, so let's get started. All right, really importantly, what happens with a practice. So now that I know my mission and I'm clear, you know, remember we talked about it's not what you're providing, but it's what's the problem that you're addressing in your practice, about positioning your practice, and who is the target population that has that, has that need. And of course, you know, we utilize partnerships. So we're trying to identify what partners, what potential organizations have that ideal population for you. And so the mission of what you do is extremely clear. And then the model of care, thinking about those same end users, those same beneficiaries who are going to use what it is that you are providing, what is the model that works the best? Those are the first two things. Once we have those things on lock, then we have to move to thinking about an actual structure, right, a practice structure. And the model of care tells us like, it's a little, and some people are like, isn't the model care the same thing as this practice? No. A model care is how you do things. The practice is what does it take to do that? <laughs> and we all know, because most of you listening have practices, have nonprofits that are focused on under, helping health equity for under-resourced communities. And you know, the idea that is 1D, taking it to 2D and writing it down, and then to 3D is a whole vibe, but a whole different thing. When I talk about the minimum viable variable, ver- valuable, and verifiable practice, what we're talking about is really trying to make sure that we are thinking about everything in advance so that we are putting it together, a budget, which we'll get to next week. When we get our money, we're actually able to be like, oh, yes, this will help with this. This will help with that. And we're correct and able to move forward with with few hiccups. There's never no hiccups. There's always hiccups but with much less. (laughs) So along those lines, let's talk about those three parts. First and foremost, a minimum viable practice, a minimum valuable, a minimum verifiable practice. You need to be clear on the leanest version of what it looks like in the first 12 months. And what I mean by that is how can you package and say to yourself, okay, this is the offering and this is what it would need. This is what we can provide to this partner organization for their clientele. The viable is really about what does it take to actually make the model of care go? And what I want you to think about always, which I always tell my clients in our mastermind, is I want you to think about the t- end of the 12 months. So if you're starting here in March, then by March, what is it that you need to have in place in order for your clients? to have some transformation in their lives around the problem, right, that you addressed. What is it that you need? So for example, if I, our practice in the, in, in the you know, in infancy, it really was, okay, there's a difficulty with access to care and making sure it's high quality for psychosocially complex kids. And so in the bare minimum that they needed, right, in the first 12 months, Was really comprehensive, thoughtful screening and also thoughtful services and time with the family to make sure enough time with the family to make sure that we've addressed all of their subspecialty needs and helping those families actually get to their subspecialists on time. So we knew, even though there were mental health issues and social care issues, we knew that at baseline, we just had to provide. Really, outstanding care, it had to be longer than the the fifteen minutes that you usually teach pediatric practices get for each patient, and then it also had to include a way that we could support these families with the tons of some specialty referrals and everything so that was the bare minimum when you look at our practice today, that was not the vision. The vision is much bigger, and for all of you, you have a huge vision, but we knew we could add on the different pieces of our vision over time with additional funding, if that makes sense. So, and that's what we did. We were like, okay, this is going well. All right, we want to start the behavioral health. Okay, who, who who's going to help us pay for it the bet? And so we started looking for funders who were really interested in behavioral health for kids and then being able to look at partners who, you know, potentially had this, Opportunity. They had kids who need behavioral health services, and saying to ourselves, "Could we build out?" You know what that what that part would be, but that was separate. That was after our first twelve months. And so, when you're thinking about your practice, I want you to just think small. Twelve months. What is it that I want to achieve at baseline? And then knowing that that's not the end of the road. That you're going to be able to achieve more than that later on and you can get additional funding to bring up what we like to call service lines right additional parts that you know are going to not just make it great but fantastic awesome category of one amazing right and we not we're not here about busting people's visions and dreams we're just here to remind you that for getting funding it is a marathon not a sprint and we need for you to think in a way that is I like to say sustainable, right? If you say we're going to add all the bells and whistles, first of all, funders and partners aren't going to believe you because they're going to be like, mm, that sounds like a lot for just this amount of money. <laughs> Is she really going to be able to do that? And number two, it can be overwhelming to have that much hiring, which you, you'll probably need, the tools you need, the systems that you need for each service line to make sure that it's going well, and the oversight. And so you want to think about each service line as a different revenue stream and requires a different amount of focus. And so many coaches that I've had, and multiple people talk about simplicity scaling, and that's our goal. OK? So with the viable, I do want you to sit here and say to yourself, what's needed? What is the team? What is the tech? What are the tools, right, that I need? So equipment, any software? any people that you need if you do need space or maybe you don't need space in that first interim maybe you're using your partner's space what is it that I need in order to just make sure this goes but not just goes actually gets results right for people the viable piece is making sure that things go the valuable piece is making sure not only that it runs and it provides a transformation but that transformation is spectacular and really exciting for the clientele. If you're using our approach, using funding partnerships, also exciting for the partners because the partners really want to show that what it is that they have funded or that they've had services that they've brought in really are creating a unique impact that often is not seen for the population that both of you are serving. I not only want you to think about, is it viable? Can it stand? Is this, you know, do we have the infrastructure? But then is it valuable? And valuable really refers to making sure the the pieces that I'm putting in here, my community that I'm targeting is like, that is what we need. I have to say, there's a lot of us who are creating stuff in our silos, in our head, and the community was like, we never said we needed that <laughs> we, were we a part did we have a conversation and so I really want you to think about the parents so I'm a pediatrician clearly so I'm going to talk about parents but think about your patients and think about the people you're trying to serve and what is it that they said would be like transformative if the healthcare practice or healthcare, you know healthcare space could for to provide this? Like, what are those things and how can those be incorporated? Because it makes no sense to create something that you're like, I think this is valuable. And the people who actually need help and have the problem have never said that that was going to be valuable to them. This does not mean that you defer everything to the community. It just means because there are certain things that you know, just from, you know, expertise that you have, probably research that have your depth in this area, and even some of your personal experiences right? and professional experiences, of course, that you know need to be in here. But if there is no voice in the work that you do, from this is what parents and this is what clients and patients have said time and time again. And so now, with the opportunity to, to grow my own practice, to grow my own nonprofit. I want to make sure that I'm including that in there because that was what they saw as really valuable. The same thing goes for the second layer, which is the organization that serves those clientele that you may be partnering with for for this grant. And so ultimately, you want to also identify are there things that they know just from interacting with that community on such a trusted basis that they think would be really exciting to be in here? And then you get to put limits on that. You get to say, no, we can't do that in phase one. And or you get to say, oh, my gosh, I never thought about that. Let's incorporate that. Let's talk through what that would look like and what is necessary for it. So I'm hoping that is helpful, valuable and viable. Let's take a break and then we'll get to that last V, which is verifiable. This episode is powered by Melanin and Medicine, our healthcare funding consultancy that specializes in innovative funding partnerships tailored for healthcare practices and nonprofits to scale their work serving under resourced communities. So, if you're a woman founder seeking support to scale your nonprofit or healthcare practice, you probably need Vision Builders. Vision Builders is our signature mastermind designed for busy founders to help them develop the assets, get support, and implement the strategy needed to create funding partnerships and quickly get six-figure grants and contracts consistently. In Vision Builders, you get done-for-you services, including a personalized portfolio with your ideal partner nonprofits, funding organizations, and available grant opportunities every quarter. You get easy-to-follow guidance and feedback to assemble the assets necessary to approach potential funding partners with success and no fear. You also get access to our robust curricular hub that helps you tremendously in the funding journey, even whether it be from clarifying your funding offer, helping uplevel your budget, and improve your online presence to attract funders. The peer community is a category of one, where you have other sisters of color who are founding amazing Opportunities for under-resourced communities and health spaces, and you can learn from each other as well as from our experts through our high touch weekly coaching and support, giving you the exact steps to connect with partner organizations and strategies to ensure you're successful as you implement. So what's the what are you waiting for? <laughs> you get done for you, personalized portfolios of grants funders and the partner nonprofit, personalized funding asset help and guidance, and most importantly, an exact repeatable strategy that will work for the lifetime of your organization to consistently get grants and contracts of $100,000, 150000 250000 or like one of our most recent clients, up to $600,000 in the last six months. And if that doesn't tell you anything, just think about what that impact will do for the people who you want to serve. So we're excited to see your intake. You can submit that at bit.ly forward slash melanin and medicine. That's bit.ly forward slash melanin and medicine. We're excited to see if you can be a part of the Vision Builders community. So what is that third V in the MBVVP? See, I told you guys it was crazy in the beginning, but see now no. it's all, it's all come together. That third V. Is verifiable and verifiable is extremely, extremely important. You could create something that will stand on all four. that is valuable. But does it, have, do we have any inkling that something like this has worked before? <laughs> it's clientele. And this should be something probably like before you actually start building anything that you've made sure of. But I wanted to leave it to the end because it always is a little clunky. When talking about it, but verifiable really is about what have I seen? What have I read? What have what has demonstrated that this kind of model will actually be effective in achieving good health outcomes for the clients? So we built strong children wellness. We built it because we had verified a pilot that I was doing outside before Strong Children Wellness through a community partnership. And that was When I was working and bringing services into a Head Start, which is an early childhood center for low-income families, when I did that, I noticed that specifically for one of the target populations that we had, which were undocumented children of undocumented immigrants, that they that they were much more responsive, that they were able to be, you know, have the space and time to be clearer that they were able to make those appointments because they were right in the community and that they were able to be a little bit more transparent because they felt safer in this setting of people who were taking care of their children and they have relationships. And it didn't feel foreign was what a lot of them told me why it was like really nice to have the services and healthcare care consultations inside of the Head Start. Actually... Seeing that and seeing that change and transformation, and how the care was optimized in that way, and how I could get better results now verified the fact that, oh, this is the model that actually works. That is really important. It's distinct from valuable because verifiable is like the rubber stamp that says, oh, we've seen this, or there have been other models like this. Maybe in another type of specialty, you've seen it. Maybe you've seen it. Even in another industry where you've seen, oh, providing this actually looks like it does better for it, it gives like better results. And now you're saying, oh, how we could be different is bringing this into the healthcare service industry or bringing this that is from internal medicine into PEDS or bringing this from PEDS into psychiatry or whatever it is. And so I want you to also make sure that check and that rubber stamp as you're putting together things like that, there is some precedent. I know your thing is different. I know there's nothing like it. I know it's the most exciting thing since sliced bread, but there is something that either showed that, oh, this model might need a tweak in this way or something that that showed that this model actually was delivered in another, you know, in other settings. And it was great. One of the things that I think about with Verifiable is the fact that as a global health pediatrician, a lot of the things that I think about really stem from what I've seen in other countries. In Cuba, consultorios, where they had a physician nurse on each block, and that really served as, you know, really helpful in reducing their or improving their health outcomes. That proximity never left me in terms of the power of proximity. That was something that I wanted to incorporate into SCW, into our multi-site practice. I hope that this is helpful. You've got the viable piece. What is the infrastructure that is needed to make sure that things operate? The valuable piece, what is it that your clientele, that the organizations that you're partnering with think are really, can shed light onto what is the, the valuable pieces that would be valuable within a healthcare practice or nonprofit for addressing the problem that you address? and then verifiable. Are there any precedents, anything that you've seen in other countries, other industries, other specialties that you've seen proof that it works? And so you want to bring it into your model and into your practice structure. I'm hoping this is really helpful for you all. You know, positioning our practices is not an easy feat. It's actually part of like the pre-work. It's just a pre-work in terms of what we do over the time period, that when I'm working with clients. And it's so important because after that, then it becomes so much easier to now do budgets, to be able to put everything else together, which we'll talk about in the next week or so. What are the last two things that are needed to position your practice or grant? And then, you know, we actually have to now do the work <laughs> and get the money, but we have to. Make sure these things are in place so that we're actually successful. So I'm hoping that this is helpful. I would love to find out your questions or thoughts. Make sure you go to melaninandmedicine.co forward slash messages. Leave me a message. It could be a critique like, oh, you need to be talking about this or or a critique on the podcast quality, whatever you want to talk about. It's OK. It's OK. I have to skin and or it could be a question that i didn't that you had as during listening to this that you're like how come she didn't answer this pop that over or it could be love you've heard some of our love messages we cherish those and most importantly i want you to make sure that you are if you're benefiting from this that you're sharing this whether it be in your social feeds and your stories or tagging us in any way, that will be helpful. And I'm just going to let you know that we're watching. So those of you who are tagging, who are rating and reviewing, so if you do a screenshot, like you rate, not rate, you actually write a review of us and subscribe, you write, when you write that review, take a screenshot of it and tag us in a post, in your stories. And we're actually taking all of those names and we're going to send you something because We value this as a community. It's not just you listening. There's a bunch of you. And that's the goal of the workshop that we're holding to make sure that a lot of you can start to get together and see how amazing it is. I think one of the exciting things about coaching in our mastermind is that when new people come in and they explain what they're doing and people look at me like, how are you finding these people? (laughs) Because It's just really amazing work that is bringing equitable health services. And we know the populations that you serve aren't easy to serve. They're not, you know, very wealthy populations that it's easy to be able to provide, that they can get all of the things that they need, you know, solved. We know that we have to create more integrated models to make sure that we're solving the needs of the populations and the communities that we serve. And we want you all to meet each other and to inspire each other and to make sure that you go, you all go the long mile, okay? So I hope that this was helpful for you. Don't forget, review us. And the more you do that, actually, the more that that helps the algorithm so that more people get the benefit of listening to our podcast. Once again, thank you for being an ambassador and sharing it. Next week, we will get to the moolah. We'll talk about that. But I hope that this was helpful for you. And thank you again. And I will see you next week. Don't forget, be fearless so you can get funded. Hey, visionaries. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, can you do me a favor or maybe two? Can you subscribe? And then can you share it with a friend? And if you really liked it, can you review and rate it on Apple Podcasts? So as you know, it helps our podcast to be seen by more and more Black and brown women in healthcare across the globe. I also want to make sure that we don't leave you hanging if you're trying to get funding for your practice or if you're just stuck. Head to our resources page at bit.ly forward slash melanin and medicine. That's bit.ly forward slash melanin and medicine. And there we have masterclasses, learning series, as well as the ability to just cut to the chase and submit an intake and get the personalized feedback on your practice that you want. This podcast is a sisterhood, so don't forget to join the party and the conversation on Instagram. DM us, tell us what you want to hear, comments about the episode or what we didn't talk about. We love answering questions and maybe your question might get featured on the podcast so please don't be shy. You can follow us at Melanin Medicine Co. Your vision is big and we're here to let you know it's possible. Keep going and definitely keep listening. See you next week.